Welcome to the Dudes of Dreaming Off the Ground podcast. Obviously, it is a great Monday night, and, uh, you know, obviously, I couldn't wait till t- tomorrow to get on and uh, kind of recap, you know, the Monday night football action that just took place. Um, Sam Francisco 49ers beat the Los Angeles Rams by final score of 24 to 9. Jimmy Garoppolo was 16 of 27 for 233 yards and touchdown. Matt Stafford <clears throat> didn't throw any touchdowns and he had a pick. <laughs> the Niners defense, obviously, you know, they the forced uh, they basically had seven sacks on the night. Uh Hafanga had the pick six. Um, you know, Matt Stafford, uh, you know, was the, the Rams were held under 10 points um for the second time in the Sean McVay era. Um you know, with the, the only other time that happened was against the San Francisco 49ers back in 2019. So um, Kyle Shanahan proved 7-0 and against the Sean McVay Rams. You know, obviously, um, you know, the, the, that, you know, I mean, it, it speaks for itself, right? So that regular season dominance continues. Um, and essentially now, you know, that defense looks like obviously the best in the NFL. You know, they're holding, you know, opponents to basically uh, less than 20 points per game in the first four games of the season. Um, you know, they've, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they've, they've pressured, they've, yeah, they've had around 49% of pressures, um, 41 to 49% pressures, uh, when rushing four, which is the highest in the NFL. Um, and ultimately, you know, all the takeaways that are coming, you know, obviously it's just indicative of, you know, how well prepared D'Amico Ryan has, has got this defensive unit and basically how well prepared, you know, this entire offensive, I mean, just, I mean, the offense played much better than last week, but, Jimmy obviously played much better last week too, right? So it was great to see, but um, it's just a statement on the coaching staff and a statement on, you know, everyone else involved. So, you know, huge win, you know, huge, uh, just huge, huge win. Obviously, you know, Jerry Rice was in tennis, Devo Samuel having that 57, 58 yard touchdown reception. I mean, it was just remarkable. Um, You know, some questionable, some questionable calls in the game, which, you know, if you see me on Twitter, follow me on Twitter, you probably see what I posted about. Obviously, I had, I had questions about the um, the cup, uh, the the Cooper Cup uh, PI that was called on Fred Warner because if you watch that clip, you know Fred Warner was actually the one who was on the receiving end of that re- pass interference. Cooper Cup was the uh, was the instigator of that pass interference, right? So ultimately, you know, I thought that you know Cooper Cup was the instigator of that call, and because of that, and there were some other calls this weekend that I saw too that were very questionable. Um, you know, but I'm just going to kind of focus on Niners, you know, we'll do a week four recap tomorrow when I get my co-host Cortez back on the show. Um, but I just really, really thought that, you know, a lot of the, um, a lot of the, the refereeing and the calls, you know, obviously, you know, if the PIs, um, even sort of for some of the non-holding calls called against the San Francisco 49ers, you know, kind of defensive line, Nick Bosa has been mauled every single week. You know, I mean, anyone can see that. And ultimately, I think that, you know, um, that the referees need to start calling those a little bit more. Obviously, Nick Bosa has six sacks through the first four games of the season, um, you know, and uh, I mean, and not only that, I mean, Matt Stafford on the, on the other side of the ball, Matt Stafford basically is uh, tied. I think he's second place um, in sacks with, I believe, 16, uh, one less one less than um, than Carson Wentz, 17 for the league high most sack QB. So obviously that that Rams offensive line is hurting without Andrew Whitworth and um I see Andrew Whitworth being retired. You know, you can see the new shakeup in the line, and it's been a completely different offensive unit um, since. And, you know, obviously Odell Beckham Jr., you can see that they're missing him. You know, they targeted Cooper Cup, I think, 63 times today. <laughs> you know, Allen Robinson was was also trying to, you know, which was trying to get open, but he was losing those matchups in the red zone. I mean, he was getting to the, to the end zone, but every time he got there, he was losing the matchup, whether it was um, Chargers Ward, right, with that great tip. 
or whether it was the um you know i forget the uh, on, on the left side yeah mosley of course yeah how can i forget that yeah the mosley on the other side right so i mean the the and obviously hafnaga kind of you know jumping the route you know picking the ball taking it to the house i mean the, the secondary played great you know everyone gets an a i think if on the defense side of the ball pass rush gets an a fred warner greenlaw you know they all get an a um, you know, obviously, you know, Mosley, Hafanga, Shervarius Ward, you know, they all get A's, you know, across the board. I just really, I really enjoyed watching this game, this unit play. I mean, they, it was a really fun game to watch, right? Um, let me see if I can post some more stats, uh, real quick from this game. And actually, let me talk about my fantasy while I do that. I actually lost my fantasy, uh, in both my leagues this week because this week I had George Kittle, but I played against Debo Samuel in one league. And then the other league I paid, I played against Jeff Wilson Jr. <laughs> So I basically took the L in both leagues. Let's go ahead and just pull up some of these stats real quick. Um, so, all right. So uh, basically the Rams, uh, so the, the Rams and the Niners, the, the, the difference in the pressures, right? Stafford was pressured 17 times. The pressure percentage is 30%. Garoppolo was pressured four times. A pressure percentage of fourteen percent. So Stafford was sacked seven times. Like I said earlier, obviously this is in, this is indicative. It's an it's probably it's it's more of just kind of the the story of of how well Aaron Don, uh, how well um Brunskill did against Aaron Donald, right? I mean he's just been phenomenal every time he plays against AD. Um, let's see what else I got. Um, where we talked about the Niners. Um. Uh, Ward, I think it's forty eight point nine percent pass breakup leads the NFL right now. Um, let's see what else we got. Yep, forty-one percent pressure percentage while rushing four, also the best in the NFL. Um, and Niners offense has been outscoring opponents forty-one to six all season through four games, right? So that's also, I mean, phenomenal. I mean, the whole team played great. Um, you know, ultimately, I would like to see more. Um, you know, Kyle, I mean, just offensively a little bit. I think there was one route, you know, where Jimmy basically. Had juice check, you know, over the top. He got free, and then he he didn't look his direction. He tried to hit Kittle, and it was broken up. Um, but you know, juice check was wide open, and I, I'm not sure why he missed him. But ultimately, I think you know, I mean, the the defense played so well today that it was, I mean, it didn't matter, you know. Um, significant win. Obviously, Niners are now first place in FC West, and also, yeah, let me read the stat lines between Debo Samuel and Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup had 14 receptions for 122 yards, zero TDs, 8.7 yards perception. Debo Samuel had only six receptions for 115 yards, 19.2 yards per reception, and a touchdown. I mean, that's that's insane. That's why I lost my other league, Debo Samuel. One league I lost to, to, to Jeff Wilson Jr. who had a touchdown. The other league I lost to Debo Samuel. And I could care less about winning or losing fantasy of the week because that shit doesn't fucking matter. It's about the Niners, baby. <laughs> FTDB, right? Um yeah, I mean, uh, you know, all around, I mean, the team played great. Uh, I thought Jimmy made some really good decisions. Um, he got rid of the ball. Uh, sometimes where I thought he was going to take the sack, he didn't get sacked once. Um, I mean, he just, he he was he was playing great. You know, I mean, I, I think we need to give Jimmy a little bit more credit based on how he played this week as opposed to last week. Um, you know, Russell Wilson also gave some love, you know, to Debo. He called it the Debo special. Um you know, I think there was another call, I think, defensively where I thought it was a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, 49ers. Oh, sorry. One more one more defensive stat. The 49ers have allowed zero first downs on 50 percent of the drives, which which leads the NFL. Right. So, I mean, these are just remarkable, remarkable stats. You know, the defense is fucking nasty all across the board. Um, Yeah, man. I mean, I'm not really sure what, what else needs to be said. First place in the NFC West. 
So looking forward, obviously, you know, we have some um, games coming up, which are pretty, I, I think they're winnable games. You know, next two games are against NFC South. So obviously we're going to go on the road, two game road trip against Carolina Panthers this next week. And then we also follow that up against the Atlanta Falcons, the second place team in the NFC South. Um, you know, I think the Carolina Panthers game should be a win uh, based on how they played last week against the Arizona Cardinals. I also think the, um, I think hopefully, you know, if, 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 ever, if we, if we can win that game, then when we go over on this, when we go on the road to go play, um, you know, the, uh, the, the, the Falcons at the Mercedes Benz Superdome, we can have some luck there too, but that the, the Falcons are a very good team. I mean, they're a much more improved team than, than last year of the with Marcus Mariota QB and, um, Cordell Patterson, you know, is still doing his thing. Um, <laughs> they're a really good team. Let's just say, let's put it, let's put it, this putting, putting it very simply. I mean, that the, the Falcons are a very good team, right? So, I mean, they're going to, the Niners cannot get into any more trap games. I think they should have won last week as the Broncos. The offense couldn't get anything going in week one against the Bears. Maybe if Jimmy played, it would be a different story. I don't know. Um, but, you know, I mean, the, they, I mean, these are, they're, they're, the Niners should technically, in my opinion, they should be 4 0, but that's the NFL. It should have, could have, doesn't count, right? So, um, Shannon Sharp also said, you know, uh, on Twitter that, you know, that that was a great defensive game plan by D'Amico Ryan. I'm sure he's going to talk about it on dispute tomorrow, which is Skip Bayless. Um, you know, ultimately, you know, I also like the fact that, uh, you know, I, we saw a lot of great kind of, uh, they, they mixed up a lot of the coverage schemes, the, the packages, right. Um, it confused, it confused the offense. And I think if, if D'Amico Ryan keeps calling this defense, you know, just the way he's calling it, you know, through, through the end of the season, the Niners could definitely win the war of the NFC West and possibly even the number one seed in the NFC. You never know. So this team is definitely Super Bowl ready. Um, this night proved it. You know, they they basically, you know, almost eradicated their 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 primetime blunder from last week with this week's performance. Um, I think a lot of fan Irish faithful were expecting this performance last week, um, but it doesn't matter. I mean, we got it. And so um, you know, my opinion, I think, I think the Rams are still a little bit better than the Broncos are. So I think it's a, it's a great win, all things considered from that end. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think, you know, now moving forward, the Niners are going to have to focus more kind of just focus on just kind of be consistent. I think now it's consistency, right? You can't lose one week, win next week, come in flat, you know, offensively, the next show up flat next week, and then basically show out the following week and ball out. No, we need to have more consistency, right? From the offense and the defense. I think this team could definitely win more than 10 games. I mean, they can win 11, 12 games easily if they can be consistent, right? Um, they could probably win 13 or 14 games. I don't know. The 17-game season is a long season, right? So anything can happen from this point out, right? I think Steve Young was on record recently saying that, you know, you know the the, the Naira fans should not be should not be basically uh, – or he said Jimmy Garoppolo in the headspace, right? He's he, – he's, he's, uh, the confidence isn't – I mean, that confidence isn't there, but it's just like, you know, he feels betrayed by the organization. But he also said Niners fans who are, who, are, who are in the trade lands camp or the Jimmy Garoppolo camp should stop that feuding right now because of the fact that, you know, the, the Niners, you know, I mean, it, it, it's not good for the team, right? It's just basically, you know, who's your, fa- who's your favorite, but it doesn't matter who your favorite is because, you know, I mean, it's ultimately up to the coaching staff who plays, right? And so – you know, let me see if I can pull some more stats. Let's see Jeff Wilson's numbers. I mean, golly, I got killed in the fantasy. Let me actually pull up some of my fantasy numbers just because I want I want everyone to know how badly I got beaten this week. <laughs> I love Rashad Penny and Jared Goff on the bench. Um, let's see what we got. Oh man. Yeah, so well the offense, well, the defense special teams did good for me. I got 22 points from the Spans for the 49ers defense special teams. But Jeff Wilson Jr. had 13.4 points. 
against me. So that so that hurt a little. Uh, George Kittle only had four point four points. So, so actually, yeah, those thirteen point four points mattered a lot. I lost by forty two points, or sorry, by by thirty six points. Yeah, ninety six point three six to one thirty two point nine two in one league. If I go to my ESPN Plus league, I lost one thirty five to one fifty three point five two. This was a league where I could have definitely started um, Jared Goff, or I could have started Alvin Kamara. Sorry, not Alvin Kamara. Jared Goff or Rashad Penny, and uh, Gino, obviously Geno Smith also had a fantasy leading day this past Sunday. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think um, you know, based on kind of you know my performances, you know, um, over the, I, I got a little too kind of comfortable in my lineup. So maybe I'll make some roster adjustments. Um, I also left Miles Sanders on my bench in one of my leagues. But you know it is what it is. I mean, I think you know fantasy is kind of just like a it's it's a it's a it's a different kind of animal. Um, but I do want to actually bring everyone's attention to my to my to my Bickham though. I basically went forty and twenty three this week. I picked the Bengals, the Vikings, the Falcons. I did. I picked the Lions incorrectly. I picked the Titans correctly. I incorrectly picked the Steelers. Picked the Bills correctly. Charged correctly. Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, Cardinals, Packers, Raiders. Incorrectly picked the Buccaneers. Correctly picked the Niners. So this week I went 13 and three. <laughs> so I'm 40 and 23. I'm the 99.5 percentile. I've gained 400 points. I'm the 4,000 rank ranking. And um, there's one fan. So Lucky Larry and some other guys, 49, 14. That's that's and so I'm 40 and 14. So I'm I'm close. You know, I mean, I, I think I think I'm doing pretty good so far. A quarter way of the season. Um, yeah, but you know, I mean, so fantasy. I am three and one in one of my leagues. I'm I'm two and two my other league my espn plus league so you know i'm still kind of i'm in the mix for sure i'm at 500 and i still have a winning record in my other league so i mean i'm not worried too much about it i mean i know that when i when the niners won this when the nfc made the super bowl back two almost three sorry three years ago i started off only four and i went on a, on a seven game win streak to make it to the semifinals and what if the third place finish in fantasy so you know i mean that's just kind of nature of the beast um yeah, I mean, um, you know, I think ultimately, so fantasy, so my pick'em was great this week. My fantasy was not so great. Niners were phenomenal this week on defense. Um, hopefully the offense can also kind of catch up and, um, you know, continue this consistency. I think, you know, if they can come out and punch our teams in the mouth, Jeff Wilson's junior touchdown at the gate was great. You know, the uh, the deal with Samuel touchdown as well, the yard after catch. I think, what, 100 yards? This is sixth game with 100 yards after catch, which is the, which leads the NFL. I think uh, it's a record or something like something of that nature. I think it leaves the NFL for the past six seasons, something, something ridiculous or since 2019 when he was drafted. Um, but yeah, no Niners. I'm so happy that they beat LA. <laughs> I mean, shoot, Lord have mercy. Let's see what else we got. Let's meet, let's meet some more stats. Um, Cooper cup at hundred. So yeah, Tyler Hick beat. Uh, okay. I'm not going to read the losers. So actually, yeah, Stafford had it was 32 of 40 for 254 yards and a pick. Jimmy was 16 of 27 for 230 yards and a touchdown. Jeff Wilson, 18 carries, 74 yards, 4.1 yards per carry and a touchdown. Debo Samuel, like I said earlier, six receptions, 115 yards, 90.2 yards and a touchdown. Brian Ayuk, four receptions, 37 yards, 9.2 yards, no touchdowns. Kyle Juszczyk, one reception for 35 yards, 35, 35 yards per average, right? And then um, George Kittle. Jawan Jennings with 24 yards for two receptions and 22 yards for two receptions. So 12.0 yards per care for 12.0 yards perception, 11.0 yards perception. Um, the defensive side of the ball, you know, Greenlaw, obviously 12, 12 tackles, three assists tackles. Uh, Fred Warner with six tackles, three assists. Emmanuel Mosley with six tackles, um, six old tackles. 
Oh yeah, let's also give a shout out to Lonesome to to uh to uh, uh Lenore. I forgot to yeah, he was part of the secondary unit. He played masterfully on Cup. Yeah, and uh he also had a sack on Stafford today. So it was it was phenomenal from that end. Um obviously at Bookham, you know, we have to give a Bookham the kind of the 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 tip of the cap, you know, obviously for being able to punch out that ball, you know, and basically force the fumble near the end of the fourth quarter. That was critical defensive play, you know, to give the Niners the win. So that was a great, great defensive play. You know, obviously one interception there. Nick Bosa, three three tackles and two sacks, right? So that's just adds to his to his season total, right? I think he's leading the league in sacks right now. If he's not, he should be in like top five. I think he's top a top five overall defense player. Charles uh, Omanihu, one one tackle, one sack. Hassan Ridgeway also went there, a critical kind of sack, one one tackle and a sack. Um let's see, Eric Armstead went out with the with the foot injury. He had one tackle. Um Drake Jackson also had a had a had assisted uh tackle. I thought he had sack, but I guess not. Uh, also, Ray Ray McLeod. Hey, you know, shout out Ray McLeod. I mean, the kick return game, we had a one return for 21 yards, so 21 yards per average. Then the punt return game, he had two returns for 34 yards, so 17 yards per return. Robbie Gold missed a field goal, um, but essentially one of two, 50 yards per 50%, right? 25 yards uh, was long and six points, what we got from him. Um, Mitch Wisnowski, obviously, four, um, four punts for 158 yards, 39.5 yards per. Per, per punt and obviously one was in the 20s so he did great i mean defense special teams when they play this good no one can stop the niners obviously all that jimmy does all what jimmy has to do is not throw the game away right and so you know and, i mean troy Aikman made an interesting point you know obviously that you know jimmy the statue's not going to really show or paint the whole picture of how well jimmy played today um there's some truth in that statement right because obviously you know with how jimmy played you know it's it's the the little things like how he was able to avoid contact how he was able to get the ball how he was able to get rid of the balls you know get rid of the ball before before he had to take the sack and lose yardage you know have a negative yardage play how he was able to make different reads how he was able to escape you know i mean just different things that you know and, and obviously like you know i mean being able to be patient in the pocket and you know he had a lot of time obviously so you can't give him all the credit we gotta give him credit for delivering i mean this I mean, I mean, the statute's one thing, but I, I really thought that, you know, he played, he played a great game. And if you watch the film, he played a great game um, for, by his standards. Um, and obviously like he can, there's still room for improvement. You know, if he can, you know, make progress through his reads, you know, and people, the, the Jimmy, G, the Jimmy G critics are going to say that that's who, that's who he is. Right. And, um, you know, ultimately, you know, Niners, you know, all around great game. Um, so let's go ahead and just do the team stats, uh, you know, 327 year total yards. So LA's to 257 yards for the Niners. 239 passing yards, 200, uh, you know, passing yards for the for the Niners, the Rams. 88 rushing yards, 57 yards for the Rams. Uh, 6.7 yards, 3.5 yards per play. You know, Niners obviously almost double yards per play for the Niners. Only 13 first downs, 21 first downs. Interesting. So yeah, and and uh, same number of third downs. Five, five of 15 for the Rams. Five, 12 for the Niners. So a little more efficient on the, for the Niners, but around roughly around the same. LA was two of two on fourth down. Niners were all of one. Um, total plays executed. So LA basically they ran 73 plays. The Niners ran 49 again. Sacks allowed seven for Los Angeles, zero from the for the Niners. Four punts for the Rams, four of four for the Niners. Um, you know, penalties, you know, one for five yards for the Rams, four for 25 for the Niners, one fumbles lost for LA, zero from the Niners, one interception thrown for the LA, zero from the Niners, 34 minutes and 34 seconds time position for LA, 25 minutes, 25, 26 seconds for the Niners. So yeah, LA almost had the ball for 10 more minutes. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you can tell that they're not the same team as last year. They're definitely probably not going to repeat the NFC 
repeat as NFC champions, at least, you know, if they continue this performance, it's still early in the season. So maybe it's premature for me to make that statement, which might be too bold and too premature at this point. Um, but, you know, I'm really just riding this high. You know, I'm obviously in the reactionary mode <laughs> to see the Niners kind of, you know, putting on such a dominant performance against the Super Bowl champs who, are, who just who just were on a two and a win streak. Um, you know, they just, you know, beat the Cardinals, right? They beat the, you know, they beat the Falcons, right? In my opinion, who's a pretty, they're a pretty good Falcons team. Um, you know, if you listen to Circle Back to you, Jason Wilson, who I'll be on with tomorrow, you know, you can hear that, you know, pick is we're going to hear, hear that from that end as well. But, you know, shout out to Niners. I know Kyle and Jimmy, they're on the, they're on the podiums right now. They're probably talking about the games. I think Kyle basically said that, you know, there was a play where, you know, if, if, if George basically was kept his both, both feet in bounds, if Kittle had that touchdown, right. Um, I think in the third quarter, then he thought the game could have been blown wide open, but yeah, I see like, you know, he wasn't able to keep both feet in bounds. And so now he's got to sell for the field goal. Right. But I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I think, you know, that's the nature of football, right. You got to be able to adjust on the fly. And, you know, even if the plays don't go your way, if you're able to play through it, then you're, then you have a completely different, you, your team, your resolve is, is what carries you the distance, right? So if you're able to play through these types of situations, then you can really, you know, see that that's what separates good teams from great teams. And I think the Niners have the potential to be a great team this season, greater than their teams in the past because of just how well the defense is playing. And, um, you know, I think one question though is kind of the zone. I think some of the issues I've had is just kind of how soft that coverage is and how much space they give these receivers. Um, I think if 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 uh, D'Amico Ryan's really wants to be effective against another, I mean, obviously the Rams are an elite passing team with elite receivers on their ball, great playmakers. But I think for the other elite teams with elite receivers who now are going to play like in the season, such as Kansas City as well as the Buccaneers, you know, they do have to kind of tighten up that a little bit. Um, but you know, hey, I mean, if they can keep up this play against Patrick Mahomes in two two to three weeks, keep up Buccaneers. I think week 14, 15, whenever we play them, please keep up again against the Rams. Um, there's no reason why, you know, this team can't, you know, go out and win the Super Bowl. So anyways, that's my reaction for today. Uh, you know, fantasy Niners, um, you know, all things, you know, Monday night football, obviously Niners are first place in the FC West. So I'm pretty hyped for that. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed the game. You know, I'm hoping that we can get more rings to add more to add to that right there, (laughs) right behind me. You know, I mean, if we can get more for that, you know, that can act, I can get more replicas, you know, not trying to uh, blow any money, but yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> Anyways, everyone, thank you all for tuning to this episode. Um, so yeah, you know, if you have any other comments, you know, feel free to subscribe, comment, share, um, you know, disagree, agree, you know, any type of things, you know, feel free to, you know, leave a comment on this on the YouTube channel, go ahead or just, you know, comment, you know, on my Twitter page. Or follow us on Twitter, DDOG Podcast. Um, keep sharing the word, uh, spreading the word. I also wanted to share some news um, about total plays. Um, we have now eclipsed 4,000 total plays on all of our available streaming platforms. YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts. Um, so that means we're, roughly, we're averaging roughly 30 to 35 plus plays per episode. So thank you, everyone who, who have tuned in, um, you know, and thank you, everyone, for spreading the word. Keep doing that. You know, it's obviously better for our brand and better for the reach of the podcast. And, you know, if you like this and you find this insightful, share with your friends and, um, you know, keep spreading the word. So anyways, everyone, that's my instant reaction for Monday. My kind of my fantasy recap. I'll be back on tomorrow with my co-host Cortez Branch. Granted, nothing else, you know, come falls into play because you know how it is with booking guests. <laughs> just joking Cortez my boy from from playing ball out in Chicago so I mean it's, it's not like booking a high profile guest but you know I mean I, I've had plenty of high profile guests already I've had four Super Bowl champions on the show 
I've had four time four All Pros. Sorry, four Super Bowl. Sorry, three Super Bowl champions, four Super Bowl starters, four first team All Pros, four multiple Pro Bowl selections. Um, you know, College Football Hall of Fame inductees, Dallas Seahawks anniversary me- member, um, current NFL coaches or coach, right? Arena Bowl champions, Arena Bowl MVPs. Um, I mean, you know, NCAA All-Americans, NIA All-Americans, NCAA National Champions with D1 FBS. You know, I mean, you know, that's another thing I wanted to kind of touch upon me. I'll do tomorrow about USC and the, and the performance so far, right? I mean, you know, shout out Lofa if you're listening to this. I don't think he is, but uh, if you are listening to this, Lofa, you know, obviously USC doing great this year. Um, Lincoln Riley has that team looking good, but, you know, we'll get into that tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to sign off for tonight. You know, everyone have a great night. Niners are back on top of the NFC West. It's a great day, right? <laughs> and um, yeah, thank you all for tuning this episode. So uh, I'll catch you all tomorrow. Stay safe. God bless.